If you wish, you can make me clean. And the Lord responds, I do will it, be made clean. A great miracle takes place and this leper cannot contain his excitement at this great miracle. The greater miracle, though, is not a physical healing, but the healing of our hearts, a conversion to the Lord, a spiritual cleansing in which our hearts are made clean. And that is what our first reading from the letter to the Hebrews gets at, reminding us to not have hardened hearts, hearts hardened in impurity or sin. And this letter to the Hebrew, Hebrews references Psalm 95. That was our responsorial psalm. Psalm 95 is actually the only psalm recited every day. The church prays all, all the psalms uh, every week, every month, but Psalm 95, every morning, that is how the church, the priests, religious nuns, start off the Liturgy of the Hours with Psalm 95, reminding us to turn to the Lord, not with hardened hearts. And in this Psalm, we hear how we're to not harden our hearts as at the rebellion in the day of testing in the desert, where your ancestors tested and tried me and saw my works for 40 years. So it's talking, referencing back to the exile or the exodus from Egypt and those 40 years that the Israelites spent in the desert. And what happened during those 40 years? There was constant uh, complaining and constant unbelief in the Lord. And because of this, we hear in the Lord's uh, manner of, you know, per person there, because of this, I was provoked with that generation, and I said, they have always been of erring heart, and they do not know my ways. They do not know his ways, not because they're ignorant like you know, some tribe in the Amazon forest. They're, they do not know the Lord's ways because they are hardened in sin. They are hardened in their hearts. And think of all the gifts they were given. You know, it's one thing for those who were never, you know, given to know Christ or God in such a direct manner, but it's a worse, it's a worse sin, a worse offense to the Lord when he gives them so much and they, they turn away, they harden their hearts, uh, like uh, those Israelites. You know, think of in Egypt, they witness the 10 plagues. They witness those 10 great miracles in Egypt. They had plenty to believe in God there, that God was almighty and would care for them. And then the Red Sea is parted. And again, they see something amazing, God's power protecting them, caring for them, saving them from evil. And then they have 
a pillar of cloud and fire to lead them by day and night all throughout the wilderness. Every day, they have this great miracle of God's presence amongst them, leading them. And they have the manna from heaven and uh, the, the quail to eat. They are fed in this desert. They have everything they need. They have water from the rock when they don't have enough drink. They witness all this, and yet they don't believe the Lord. And they don't believe that he would care for them to go into the promised land. They were not trusting. And so it's what should have been only a few weeks in the desert turned into 40 years. And all those Israelites, except for two, that went from Egypt, never made it to the promised land because of their hardened hearts. They did not enter into the Lord's rest. They didn't enter into that temporal rest of the promised land of, you know, having that milk and honey, all those good things in life. But they also didn't have that rest of conscience, that rest of peace in their hearts. And for some, if we too do not turn to the Lord and remain hardened in hearts, worse than all those two types of rest, not having that is not having the rest of eternal glory, having that rest in God's communion in heaven for eternity. That's the worst loss if we remain hardened in our hearts. And so that's why Hebrews uh, reminds us, take care, brothers and sisters, that none of you may have an evil and unfaithful heart so as to forsake the living God. Encourage yourselves daily while it is still today so that none of you may grow hardened by the deceit of sin. So often we are deceived by sin and that is why we remain in hardened hearts or we may know people who remain hardened in their hearts, hardened in sin. And sometimes it can be frustrating. Uh, you know, maybe we know somebody, a uh, friend or family member who we see just going off uh, the deep end and uh, are miserable. And, you know, they already had the answer. Uh, they have or had Christ. They have everything they need to have their peace, that rest they're looking for. And yet, deceived by sin, uh, harden their hearts even more and more, looking for happiness in the wrong ways. Kind of, uh, you know, so often looking maybe in the dumpster for all those things that we think will make us happy, but in the end, ultimately do not fulfill us or can satisfy us. And the more we go off into sinful actions, not only do we get further and further away from what fulfills us, our purpose, what satisfies us, what makes us happy in the end, we also harden ourselves in sin. And sometimes, too, it can be uh, not always, you know, that kind of self-seeking of 
pleasure or something that will make us happy, sometimes our hearts can be hardened because of uh, wounds, because of others' sins. And so as kind of a self-defense mechanism, we build up that wall around our heart. Uh, you know, so often, you know, you think of uh, people who grow up in uh, terrible homes, terrible living situations, uh, and that child says, I will never be like uh, my father abusing my mother. I will never be a drunkard like this. I will never be an adulterer cheating. And yet, sometimes you see in these generations of families, these same sins repeat generation after generation. Uh, and, you know, sometimes that, you know, we need deliverance. Uh, we need deliverance prayers to free us from those kind of generational sins. But oftentimes, that can come about because there's a wound uh, in which, because of the sins of others, our hearts can get hardened too, protecting ourselves. But then with a hardened heart, the love of God cannot enter. And without the love of God, we'll fall into sin, and especially the same sins that, uh, you know, afflicted us. And so that's why, you know, sin, hardened hearts, that's why the Lord beckons us to not have a hardened heart, because not only does it affect us, it affects others. It affects others. And yet, all we have to do is call out to the Lord, just like the leper in today's gospel. Lord, if you wish, you can make me clean. And what will the Lord's response be? I do will it, be made clean. But we have to be the ones opening the door of our hearts. You know, there's a beautiful image I've seen in a, a book once in which it was our, our Lord Jesus holding a lantern, holding a light in a garden, and he's at this door. And this door symbolizes the door of our hearts. Because on that door that he's knocking on, there's no handle. It can only be opened from the inside. And so the Lord stands and knocks. But only we can open that door of our heart. Only we have the freedom to soften our heart and crack it open just a little bit. And if you give the Lord an inch, just a little crack, that's all he needs. And from there, his graces of mercy will flow and continue to soften your heart so that it may be like a sponge and receive his ocean of mercy. Because the Lord, you know, he's there. He is knocking at the door of our hearts, as we hear in Revelation. Behold, I stand at the gate and knock. If any man shall hear my voice and open to me the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and be with me, and he with me. And that's especially what he does at every Mass. Every Mass, he wants to come into our hearts, physically, in the Eucharist. And so that's why, you know, unlike today's gospel with the leper coming humbly before the Lord, 
we too at every Mass say, Lord, I am not worthy, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. My heart shall be cleansed. Every day, and that is why to every day we reference Psalm 95, every, every day we are called to remember, if today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. And every day we are called to not only soften our hearts, that the Lord's, may be me, the Lord's will may be done, but every day we're called to pray for the conversion of sinners, those hardened in sin. And St. Faustina, in her diary, uh, on passage 319, she said one night she spent in adoration on, on Thursday uh, from 11 o'clock till midnight, offering it up for the conversion of those hardened hearts. She says, I offered this holy hour for the conversion of hardened sinners, especially for those who have lost hope in God's mercy. I was reflecting on how much God had suffered and how great was the love he had shown for us. And on the fact that we still do not believe that God loves us so much. And then she cries out, oh Jesus, who can understand this? What suffering it is for our savior. How can he convince us of his love if even his death cannot convince us? I called upon the whole of heaven to join me in making amends to the Lord for the ingratitude of certain souls. The Lord stands at the door of our hearts, knocking, just waiting to come in. And may we call upon all of heaven then to always grant us the grace that every day we soften our hearts more and more, that the Lord's love may enter into our hearts, that we may share that love with others. And every day, like St. Faustina, offer up prayer, especially the chaplet of mercy for those hardened in sin, hardened hearts, that they too may come to know the rest, that great peaceful rest of the Lord now and forever. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org.
Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.